And Listen up, sheeple. We've got something to say. The world is flat, guys. Think about it. Think about when you've seen maps of, of the world. Flat. Yeah. Look at this picture I just drew of the world. Flat. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Off Five. A podcast where what? We talk about the office. Are you still watching The Office? Uh, yes, I am. US version. I changed our the name of our podcast, but I think we should leave that to be the tagline for now. What's the name? Now it's the Off Five, a podcast. Re colon the office. <laughs> like you know, like an email, like a work email yeah, you might receive yeah, yeah. that might have been surveilled in the past episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. And but this episode, that's not happening. It's Christmas party, and it's kind of fun because we're in the middle of summer and we get to talk about Christmas. Actually, we just had half Christmas. Yeah, it's almost Christmas in July, and half Santa Claus came. Guess which Scary. half? Gary. Um, the right half. No, the bottom half that is sick he's dead he was he didn't have, chopped in half he didn't have the head or oh my arms. god or a heart nope but yeah so now we're talking about christmas a christmas party it's one of the best days of the year because four really good things happen yep you get gifts you give gifts and then i forgot the other two <laughs> <laughs> uh same <laughs> have you ever been to a christmas party yeah. Yeah. For yeah. what's a memorable thing that happened at a work Christmas party of yours? Um, we had a karaoke one year at this restaurant I worked at, and we all sang I Believe I Can Fly together, and everyone was just wasted, and we were all just really weepy and crying. It's <laughs> like, like listening to the song and like really feeling it together. It was a great moment. You never really think about those lyrics. Yeah. And like we were jumping off the stairs. Thinking that you could fly. Yeah. I always just associate it with Michael Jordan catching mad hair. Mad hang, hair. Hang time. Mad getting, hair. Getting that hang time when he's about to slam the ball yeah. into the space monster mutant uh hope that they have and he and then we win something for earth <laughs> but also for the looney tunes <laughs> i actually never saw space jam but i know what you're talking about because Clearly, yeah <laughs> you identified it so rapidly <laughs> yeah well anyway in this episode they also have a christmas party they all what they have a christmas party oh yeah yeah yeah. they, have, uh, they even have a christmas tree and you know what my favorite saying about christmas is you don't have a real christmas unless you have a real christmas tree mm-hmm So, they're having a real Christmas. And they're having... It's the biggest day of the year. deserves the biggest tree of the year. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And a mini tree. Not that Easter shrub. Yeah, exactly. That's not the biggest day. No. Not that 4th of July uh, potted plant. Yeah. Not that that Thanksgiving succulent. Yeah. No, big tree. A big tree for a big day. Bigger than your ceiling. Yeah. Bigger than the height (laughs) of that. Anyway... (laughs) In this episode, The Office throws a Christmas party and plays Secret Santa. Jim Halbert, having put a lot of thought into finding a gift for Pam, becomes frustrated when Michael Scott makes everyone play Yankee Swap, and an iPod that Michael bought for Ryan Howard becomes the hot object of the game. Yeah, did you know that this was four years after the first iPod came out? Whoa. Video iPod. Video iPod I'm not sure about, but I remember those being 
such like even more popular than Gangnam Style. And the weirdest thing when you think about it is they didn't even connect to Wi-Fi. Like, what no. do you even do with it? You put music on it from iTunes where you have to pay 99 cents per song. Well, you could just put your own CDs into your computer and then put those songs onto the computer. So labor intensive. Or download from LimeWire. Yeah, that's right. Pirate Bay. Pirate Bay. Mm-hmm. Terrible of us. But yeah. the video iPod, I think, was only one generation that was called that and then after that they just all did that again ipod touch or whatever oh just like the ipod uh well anyway they, then they started calling them the ipod classic after the ipod oh, touch came yeah. out but they were all they all had that capability it was a big deal because the original ipods were like yellow screen no image at all just like black text on yellow screen once the video ipod came out you could watch videos on there and sometimes yeah. i'd watch the office on there oh really yeah wow yeah, or dr cats and those are the only shows i had <laughs> <laughs> let's do great scott productions and trivia okay because there's a lot yeah pam got to pick out um jenna fisher i mean got mm-hmm. to pick out the teapot that she wanted um which is pretty cool yeah there was something else i was thinking um maybe you'll you'll probably say it go for it this one it didn't say on wikipedia but that snow must be fake. Yeah. Because it's California. Yeah. And even if it weren't California, you can't bank on it snowing the day you're filming. Yeah. So you're just someone's emptying out a old bag of cotton out the window there. Yeah. Someone had a pillow fight and they're just fluffing the pillow out the soap flakes. You know what that job's called? Pillow fluffers? Yep. No, just fluff- fluffers. Fluffers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. What else do you have for trivia? Oh, the Christmas lights mm-hmm. turning on and being all dim. Oh, that was a thing that the director did with his wife? Yeah, something. Like, inspired by that? It was either Greg Daniels or Michael Schur. I yeah. think Michael Schur. And that whole scene is based off of that um, similar scene in Rushmore. Yeah. Did you know that was really or interesting. Or did you read that? I read it, but I didn't realize it. But I know exactly the scene they're talking about. Yeah. Where... It's like right after he does the big play and it's just going around and it's like uh, his dad talking to, you know, Bill Murray or whatever. And then, yeah, just like going to a whole bunch of different things. People talking about why they thought it was interesting and stuff, which is a good call. Yeah. And a good, good reference and a great movie. It's always good to just copy Wes Anderson, you know? Yeah. That's my motto in life. Yeah. What would Wes Anderson do? Nice tweed shirt, by the way. Nice tweet. Yeah, exactly. That's tweed. the tweed, tweed, tweed t-shirt. Tweed t-shirt. That's what Wes Anderson would wear for sure. There's like a tweed, a tweed baseball length t-shirt that has like um, leather patches, <laughs> fake leather patches on them. That totally would be Elba. something he would do. <laughs> it's like a tuxedo t-shirt, but it's just like a Wes Anderson shirt. It's got like a, like a pattern tie. <laughs> and I have like a monocle in case I need it. <laughs> um yeah they also wanted to include all three names for that game nasty christmas yankee swap and white elephant and i wanted to ask you which one you know from well do you know ones from different places you've lived yeah we have to do this every year at my aunt's house and it always does get a little nasty but i think we just call it um gift exchange <laughs> oh really yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like just everybody buys a gift that's $20 and then we do that 
that thing. And do but. you buy a gift for a specific person? No. That's smart. smart. Yeah. We just yeah. call it the old switcheroo. The old switcheroo. No, I'm kidding. We call it white elephant. I've never heard either of those other two outside Yankee of the swap office. Yankee swap or what was the other one? White. Oh, a no. Nasty Christmas. Yeah, I haven't heard that either. Nasty Christmas sounds like a movie title and Yankee swap sounds like a pornography title. <laughs> white elephant. That's where white it's ele- at. White elephant. Yeah. I thought white elephant, though, was you like just bring like a bad gift. Yeah, yeah. And I thought they were endangered. Yeah. No, they yeah. You bring extinct. a gift that... Yeah, white elephant a lot of times was like a like a used gift maybe too. Yeah. But like the ones I've been like to... It was like what Creed brought. Yeah. It, it's usually better than that. It's usually like something that's kind of, kind of jokey, but also someone might want it. Yeah. So... Yeah, the last one I went to, I brought uh, this book called Goodnight Brew, <laughs> which is like Goodnight Moon, but it was about beer. <laughs> and I got that as a very nice gift. But the problem with that book is once you've read it once, which takes about three minutes, that's it. But it's like a whole group of people that love beer, so everyone's going to want that book. But then, you know, they'll probably just be bringing it back next year. <laughs> I don't imagine that anyone would really, you know, keep that on their shelf. And then, yeah, it's like what my mom just received for her birthday from her sister it's a shirt that says drinks well with others but my mom doesn't really even drink that much or like other people yeah exactly so it's like what it also doesn't rhyme with plays well with others yeah it's it's not really a kind of thing people say about adults it's just a weird thing and then she was like oh i thought you could wear it when you're gardening she's like i what (laughs) i don't garden Do you so know weird. Yeah. Yeah. Playing well with others is like a thing that you would say about a kid or a dog, maybe. So maybe yeah. you could put it on a kid's shirt. Drinks well with others. Yeah, and then Drinks milk. Milk well. with in the little Juice. carrot there. Yeah. Yeah. A little carrot. So what else do you have for trivia? The Toby gift for Angela, the babies playing jazz, was oh, created yeah. by the prop workers. Oh, really? It looks just like one of those. Oh, you mean they like Set up the photo shoot? Yeah. They, oh they brought God. in children from a talent agency and took their photos and actually wow. made that, which is really cool. I wonder what those kids are up to today. Probably he, really playing jazz at this point, I would think. Hopefully. They're probably still wearing those sunglasses and fedoras, though. And <laughs> except now it's even funnier because neither of them fit. So, like, the sunglasses, it, you know, it goes out to get to their ears because they're too small. <laughs> and the fedora just on the top of their heads. I mean, I know how you feel about fedoras. Love them. Yeah. Actually, I think I cut that part out of the other episode. (laughs) (laughs) But it's on the live one. It's on Facebook. (laughs) And I also had all of the gifts who was getting, supposed to get the gifts that we didn't see them successfully get them. Okay. So, who was supposed to get the plaque that says Kelly? You're never going to believe this. Ryan. (laughs) No, he got the iPod. No, it was was this uh, other worker called Kelly. (laughs) Kelly Kapoor. (laughs) That was actually kind of a cute gift. I like that. Yeah. That was for Kelly. <laughs> it said that in the trivia. Like, Stanley actually got that for Kelly. You can figure that out from when... <laughs> from when Stanley says, says that I was got for it Kelly. for Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, trivia. But uh, Dwight was going to give the paintballs to Phyllis. Oh, that would have been really funny. Meredith got Dwight shot glasses, which is why they have those shot glasses oh, later. Oh, that makes sense. Meredith loves drinking so much she thinks other people must also love drinking. What about the who was the um the oven mitt originally for? Was it for Michael? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 He okay. got that one successfully. But Ryan got Toby a book of short stories. 
Oh, that's kind of sweet. Yeah, and BJ Novak wrote a book of short stories, which I've talked about before, called One More Thing. And so, was it that. that book or was it... It was a sneak peek <laughs> of, of, of BJ Novak's book. <laughs> um, Angela gave Stanley a picture frame. Hooray. Boring. And Pam drew Meredith a picture of the office. Oh, that's nice. And this was another part of the trivia. It says, Pam's picture was initially drawn by an on-staff artist. However, the producers felt that he was not able to capture Pam's feminine side. And so, several young female artists were asked to draw the billing. That's weird. <laughs> One was eventually chosen, and the artist returned to draw Pam's doodles in the later episode, Boys and Girls. It's so funny that demeans them by calling them doodles. Yeah. Like the gender. Apparently, four different people had this job. And it's not even in the episode. Yeah, that is really bizarre. I would love to see the drawing, though, that they came up with. Of The Office? Mm-hmm. What if they just reused it for the one that she draws of The Office? Because, I, like, yeah. like, we already, we didn't I use it. I could see that. I could see that happening. Yeah. Is that my car? That is a nice drawing. There's no lines in the parking lot. Yeah, and the shadows are all weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are there two suns? Pam. <laughs> okay, let's go on to the Finer Things Club. You can start this one off. This is one where we talk about the stuff we really like in the episode. Are you still with us? Yeah, I am. Oh. Why? The audience. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> you still... do I seem like I'm dozing off? Are you still listening to the offer? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I loved when Kevin was using the paper cutter to chop the tree. <laughs> that was one of the first good things. I don't know if you noticed that all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. it's pretty obvious, I guess. But, like, they don't talk about him using it. Mm-hmm. So, if you were kind of, like, p- paying attention and not paying attention, you could miss what he was cutting it with. I'm thinking yeah. it was, like, a machete. And that Dwight is trying to um, suck up all those pine needles with, like, uh, what do you call dust the- Dustbuster. Yeah, dustbuster. So, it's like they're just trying to use their office supplies. And it's just so futile. Don't you think they have a vacuum? And don't you think Dwight has a saw in his car? I mean, yeah, but that wouldn't be as funny. No, not at all. <laughs> but yeah, it is funny. And then like, it would be funny if they like cut off too much and then they try to staple on the other part. Yeah. <laughs> or scotch tape. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a, a few quotes that I really like. When you are able to say at Christmas time, hey man, I love you this many dollars worth. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorite Christmas quotes that I use yeah, during, I, during the holiday season. I do feel like he's... Uh, <laughs> greatly misunderstood the true meaning of christmas yeah he he really has i had some quotes i really like too from the very beginning when they're walking in with the tree yeah the way that dwight says i got a splinter (laughs) everybody has problems yeah suck it up everybody and then right after that when he starts picking it up he says i got it leveraged (laughs) really weird wording for like i picked it up i got it leveraged it's not like they're leveling it out you're gonna turn it over um yeah, and then Michael says, happy birthday, Jesus. Sorry, your party sucks. Yeah, I got That's that one. That's a good one. Uh, another real quick one was when Dwight's talking about how to put the presents on the tree. I like how he says, like so. Yeah. And then after that, like he says, so. you have like five minutes or you're disqualified from, <laughs> yeah. from Secret Santa. And then he says, no exceptions except Michael. Yeah, he's he's on one. Saying exceptions Christmas. and except back-to-back is really funny yeah the other um thing i really liked was when dwight looks at daryl after michael says that he can be the elf his look that he gives daryl is like ha (laughs) you can't be santa but have you ever seen santa (laughs) 
yes, I've seen Santa. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of good looks in this episode too. Um, let's see, what was the other thing? Of course, I love Jim's present to Pam. Oh, yeah. Even though it was a little cheesy. It was cheesy? Well, I don't know about cheesy, but I think it would have been better if she would have got the note, too. You know, because that kind of, like, rounded it out. Like, okay, first of all, having the hot sauce from a couple years ago, that's a little, yeah. that's a little over the top. Like. You know what surprised me, and actually, this might have been a continuity error, but the hot sauce packet, which was, it was a couple years ago, it was like one of the Taco Bell ones where it says a thing on the white part. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised those were around in 2005, because I remember them being a little bit later, but I definitely don't think they're around in 2003, like two years before that, because I, I remember them starting around that time, I thought. Yeah, they. I feel like that was an ad campaign that came out later for Taco Bell. I mean, I don't really keep track of Taco Bell's ad campaigns, yeah. but I that does sound about right. I, I got a couple in a row that kind of made me think the person writing those had gotten very depressed. Like what? I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. don't even bother. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just give up? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, well, maybe they should have got a new writer. What? If you ever add, like, in bed to the taco sauce packets, does that work? Probably. Is that what you do with a, um, a fortune cookie? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. I just had a fortune cookie, and I can't remember what the fortune was. But it was something that I just felt neutral about. Okay, let's try it. Will you marry me in bed? That's, why is Taco Bell proposing all the time? Yeah, that's weird. They just it's need like, to wait out for the one, I think. Yeah. If you never do, you'll never know in bed why say no when you can say yes in bed i think this is mostly working yeah it is mostly working (laughs) you have chosen wisely in bed (laughs) things just got real in bed (laughs) all men really want are topless ups with bed oh (laughs) i think that one might be a fake (laughs) i was like wow yeah the writer did get really depressed (laughs) open quickly i'm burning up in here Um, okay, yeah, it looks like some of these are fake, but I think those were all real. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Hot sauce packets. And then he also has a popsicle stick and he says something like, oh, this is kind of too hard to explain. What do you think he, why do you think he had that popsicle stick? Uh, she was eating a popsicle once. (laughs) Yeah, that's. He was staring at her, but she didn't know. (laughs) Yeah, it does seem like something like that. Like she threw it in the trash and then he like went and got it later. And like, just like with a rubber glove. Okay, got it. (laughs) I'm going to test this for DNA. Yeah, I'm going to swab it. Yeah. (laughs) It's like in a little evidence room that he has in his house. Weird. And he's like, he's like making his own Pam. Trying to clone her. Exactly. And then it's like. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, this one's too hard to explain. Let's just put it in the TV. (laughs) So yeah, it's like right on the table. There's like a little form coming out of the goo. And it's like. (laughs) And then he has to kill it with a book. Because it. It didn't have her, like, special... Something about her that was different than this yeah. thing on the table. It didn't have the feminine qualities that come across in her art. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I guess this could have gone in trivia. Jenna Fisher said that, for a long time, that uh, John Krasinski, who plays Jim, actually wrote the note and that mm-hmm. no one knew what it was. But then, don't they reveal it in season nine? I mean, they don't reveal what it says. Oh, they He just, don't. like, shows it to her, and she, like, cries or whatever. Yeah. Love. 
Yeah. Um, oh, and I like the guy's sideburns that tries to sell them and succeeds in selling Michael 15 bottles of vodka for only 20 people. I actually really like that guy, the liquor store. I think uh, if he worked at liquor cabinet, I would go there all yeah. the time. Yeah, that ought to do it. <laughs> I like that he didn't try to sell them more. No, he was like... He was, he was honest. Like, yeah, he was like, well, 15 like, bucks. It's almost a whole fifth of vodka. Yeah. <laughs> Notice my lingo. Yeah, nice. Yeah. You really um, drink, huh, bro? Yeah, I drank a fifth of vodka. Before doing this episode? How could you tell? <laughs> Reverse psychology. I don't know if you guys know about it, um, but it's basically where you just make someone believe the opposite of what's happening to get them to do something really dumb. <laughs> you know, I don't really care for that scene. Really? Yeah. Oh, like, man. I don't know what it is. Every time he starts talking in that scene, I like tune out before he's like done talking. <laughs> then I like actually paid attention this time to make sure that I remembered what the end of the phrase was. But like, yeah. I like it. I think, I mean, I think it's like kind of an overused office quote because I feel like people mm. who aren't true fans will just like recite that to me a lot and I'll just be like, yeah, duh, I've heard that before. Yeah. You, and you're like, I'm like, I And then want- they were like, that's, man, she's too cool. Yeah. She knows exactly. all the quotes, probably has exactly. a podcast about this. <laughs> exactly. And then they shun me. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, podcast, can, we be, can I be on it? And you're like, give me 10 more quotes. Yeah, exactly. Without thinking. Give me a deep cut. I don't want one of those, like, yeah. like you know. Yeah, I don't want to, that's what she said. Yeah. I'm going to. If I hear that's what she said, I'm going to just without warning, with you out of even expecting it, not let you on the podcast. <laughs> oh man! Okay, that's a good good way to do it. I really don't have too much for the. We got to make sure YouTube comes down to film this. The thing about the documentary, except that the editing is really good for jokes, like when Jim's telling about what he thinks Creed did with the shirt, giving him the old shirt. And then, and yes, that's exactly what I did. Yeah, like they asked them both in separate. Times. Yeah, I liked that a lot. There was also um, a moment I noticed. It was when um, they cut from the hand truck, like they're trying to move the desk, and Dwight asks, "Oh, do you have a hand truck?" Mm-hmm. And then they cut right to Angela trying to um, flatten out the tablecloth. And I just thought that was really good editing because there's not a lot of dialogue in between each one, and but it still gives you this sense of what it's like to get ready for the party or, you know, kind of like a little bit of tension. Yeah, like the energy. Yeah. We don't get any real Angela and Dwight moments between them, except for, like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but also Angela um, smashing the the ornaments. Well, I was just thinking, like, so the documentary, she's like, oh, Angela's going out to the parking lot. Should we probably follow her down there to see if she's a little, little tizzy or whatever? Yeah. Because you could see it building all day. She did not have a good day. No, she was in the worst mood. First off, Phyllis is disappointing her with getting the little bulbs. Yeah. And then Ryan gets a whole bunch of credit as the king of the party planning committee, even though he's like, I didn't do anything. And there's alcohol there. There's alcohol there. Uh, Michael changes the the type of party, like the Christmas to Yankee Swap, which she, he didn't consult her for. She bursts into tears. Yeah. I kind of feel bad for her, but she needs to take a chill pill. Have a shot of vodka. <laughs> She's She takes this a little seriously. She's really stressed out about this. The PPC. I, th- I think we made like a seamless transition into the our character analysis. So the only other things I have for Angela are 
her love of the the baby jazz, which is going to be coming back. This poster, not just like this genre, but this poster itself is going to come back. Oh, I thought you were talking about in pop culture, like here in 2018, like that whole thing is going to come back. And I was like, I don't know if this no, ever was a thing. But this this is going to be yeah, a conflict the, that needs to be resolved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, to wear it on the shirt would be a good idea, you know? Yeah. But that was one of those things that was kind of a, I don't know, like first couple times watching through, like one of those cool things to get. Where they're like, well, they're fighting about that poster. That is the poster she got in the Christmas episode. Like, she yeah. got that on screen. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. That makes it, even if you watch it out of order, you know, you can mm-hmm. see, like, kind of, like, the origination of it. So yeah, yeah. So, cool. Exactly. Fellow party planning committee member Phyllis, when she says, should I have gotten the big ones? And then Angela's like, we'll, we'll see. see. And then as soon as the lights come on, she goes, oh, sorry, everybody. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, she she's taking it to heart. She knows she could have got the big ones. She and, really made a nice gift. Like knitting an oven mitt, that's pretty pretty good. Because you think about how much they had a $20 limit, right? You got to imagine that at this job, they're making 15 to $20 an hour. Mm-hmm. And she spent, well, let's just say $10 an hour, let's say. And that, you know, this, this took over two hours to make. So she, it was her way of going above and beyond. Yeah. As Michael says, she put thought into it. She did, yeah. And that nice little liner in the on the um palm too. Mm-hmm. She was really heartbroken when she when he didn't like it. And he was so rude. Like you could just you know, you can tell when someone doesn't like a gift, but to like throw your hat down and like walk out. <laughs> yeah. That's and then <laughs> change the entire Christmas just so that you don't yeah. have to get it. <laughs> Yeah. And it doesn't matter if everyone else is unhappy. Yeah. As long as you don't have to have this gift. I, I guess the only thing I would say is that Phyllis doesn't maybe read that as the, like, I don't know why she would think Michael would like that. I doubt he cooks. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, that's so true. maybe that was just like, she already made it or like this was her thing. But yeah. that's, that's overly cynical because like a lot of people in the office don't know what to get their, their fellow office. Yeah. Things. And but it's I, better than a keychain. It's better than a keychain or an old shirt, but yeah. I would think that probably there was a better thing if you thought about it to give Michael. Yeah, I mean, I think like a desk toy or something. Yeah. Bobblehead. Or... <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's got a boyfriend. That's right. Who is it? Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. And what line of work is he in? Yeah, that was that's a good line. This is our first Bob Vance. Bob Vance, yeah, and he lives in the building. I mean, works in the building, right? Yeah, he's gonna be on and off for the whole show. Mm-hmm. How old? They're Michael's think? age. Well, yeah. Phyllis is Michael's age. At what age do you think boyfriend and girlfriend? Obviously, we don't have any better words in our partner language. But at like what 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 age does that start sounding weird to your ears? Thirty-two. Same. <laughs> That's why I always ask how old they are when. <laughs> Yeah, but they have to be probably about 40, 45. I mean, we just don't have a better word for it. I guess yeah. in uh, Big Lebowski, he says lady friend. Yeah, lady friend. But, or but what do you say for the men? Man friend? Man friend. Don't talk to my men friend. Men friend. No. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm happy that they're together. They sort of seem like a cute couple. <laughs> <laughs> they're like... They're the most solid couple in all of the office. Yeah, they are. Because they meet super early on. Uh, they don't break up. 
They get married. Like Stacy. They steal <laughs> Pam and Roy's wedding planning. <laughs> Which is lucky they have the same initials. And Bob Vance is kind of obnoxious sometimes, but you can tell that he really loves Phyllis and wants to protect her or at least be on her side, um, especially against Michael. Yeah. So. He loves her almost as much as he loves refrigeration. <laughs> well, how can you refrigerate something that wasn't cold to begin with? Like, if you get something room temperature, you're refrigerating it, right? Oh, re- you're talking about refrigeration? Or are you talking about refrigeration? Well, when we're fridging. Um. Well, I don't know. But I did see something today. It's called the fridge. Fridge? It's, it's free? It's everything inside is free. Oh, and it's cold? Fridge. Mm-hmm. Cool. But the only thing in there was a cabbage and two peppers. Hmm. And an old sock. <laughs> oh. oh, I don't want to do any questions this time, but <laughs> why did they cut off the top of that tree instead of cutting off the bottom of that tree? I know. That's like, well, I guess they only had a they, paper they cutter. They only had a paper cutter. They probably couldn't get through the bottom. Huh? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. But I was also thinking like the same question, but... Yeah, they probably just couldn't cut it. Couldn't um, cut it. I have a question. What? What time is it when the party starts? Because it's already dark when they're doing the gift exchange. Mm-hmm. And it probably is getting dark early because it's winter. But mm-hmm. still, it's like that party went on for a long time. And then they go to Poor Richard's afterwards. Yeah. And they make it a big deal that they're going to Poor Richard's that Michael got invited. But doesn't Bob Vance invite him? Mm-hmm. He doesn't know that they hate him. No, no. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm accepted. And it's like, I mean, once he gets to know you a little better, I'm sure he will also not want you to come he to Port Richards yeah. anymore. He will definitely won't. <laughs> I'm going to answer your question. Okay, so this is Christmas party, so it won't be quite Christmas Eve. By the way, this is our last episode of 2005. Oh, okay. I'll get ready for 2006. This is also my last episode being 25. Whoa, Symmetry. <laughs> 26 2006 it's called what is that called when it serendipitous or oh, what is that theory? must love dogs no 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 that's the other john keeps talking <laughs> <laughs> america's sweethearts <laughs> gross point blank no High fidelity it's it's the one where it's the theory about the world that everything happens for a reason that's my other question what is that theory <sighs> determinism no, that's not it. So, on Christmas Eve in Pennsylvania, the sun will go down at 4.40. Wow. So, it's reasonable. Wow. Actually. Yeah, that is reasonable. But I don't think it's reasonable that the sun goes down at 4.40. That's a little bit unacceptable. Yeah. It's time to call the man upstairs and tell him to turn the clock forward or back, whichever makes it later. Yeah, and imagine if... I'm going to go get him. ...we actually lived in a world that was round, it would get... dark even sooner yeah and also when it got dark it wouldn't just get dark evenly it would it would get dark in the middle first and then on the sides because that's how round would have worked (laughs) it would have worked if had it had we been living had the man upstairs who by the way i hope we're not being too loud for (laughs) (laughs) we are in a basement apartment (laughs) um made it so and then thought it was good and, yeah. then, and then made and killed dinosaurs with very little commotion. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're, and then people were like, are we, wow, you made this whole garden for us? And he's like, oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Except but for that apple. Yeah. Well, yeah. But also, like, yeah, you have first, first tenants. So everything's, first tenant. everything's nice and new. And then you're like, what's this bone? He's like, don't worry about that. And he shoves it under a, <laughs> like a couple miles of soil. <laughs> and then this you're is like, the oh. Bible according to Nathan. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, did it's you do pretty a, punk rock? Did you do a Garden of Eden with the dinosaurs too? He's like, oh, I don't. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> What do you want me to say? This guy seems <laughs> sketchy. I don't know who he is. He's got shifty eyes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, who else do we have? Michael. He's in a good um, mood for a little while. Yeah. BJ Novak in the commentary or something pointed out that, that this episode, compared to Michael Short's other episode, The Alliance, this one's Michael trying to make everyone happy the whole time instead of trying to be a jerk, kind of. Um, oh yeah it still ends up about the same place but, yeah well it's, it's kind of like an arc like he's trying to make everyone happy he spirals into selfishness and then he brings it on back around this is a a classic michael pattern mm-hmm. but it works for him <laughs> he learns lessons it works okay i think when people get really drunk it's easy for them to forget that he's there yeah that's true and also which was his goal is it just to get people drunk yeah because he knows they'll have a good time. Corporate wet blankets didn't want it. But yeah. He didn't realize that those blankets were wet with vodka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're on Michael, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's kind of desperate for the party to be good because he feels guilty because mm-hmm. he got 3,000 Gs. And he can't keep it to himself. No. And he doesn't really even try. He's not good at keeping secrets. No, not at all. Secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. That's right. Except in this case. <laughs> We probably yeah. should have kept the secret. Yeah, you should have kept that a secret. Because he had to fire Devin. Yeah. It wasn't like... Also, $3,000 bonus out of like how much... What was Devin's salary going to be for the rest of the year? Also, it seems like they're doing fine without him. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard any, any complaints about quality control or whatever he did. Yeah. But $3,000 is a nice chunk of change. Yep. Even when you take out the uh, $400 for the video iPod. Or was it more? 500 And... The, you know, the money he spent on Christmas party. And the alcohol. He's still making them pretty, pretty penny. Yeah. Probably could go buy himself a nice fur coat from Burlington Coat Factory if he were so inclined. (laughs) Or a magic set. Yep. Or the complete series of the Muppets. (laughs) Um, So when he buys the iPod, very misguided that decision was because there was a $20 limit. He knows it's going only to one person, but he still thinks it's going to make everybody happy. Like, I think he kind of thinks that people are going to be like, wow, Michael's the most generous. I hope he's my secret Santa next year. Yeah. Um, But instead, it's just going to make everyone jealous. Yeah. And he gets resentful immediately that he bought that, but then he's getting an oven mitt. And then later on, he's getting the paintball set. And he says, how was that better than an iPod? Never said it was. Yeah. Dwight says, I never said it was better than an iPod. But then he says that it would have been the equivalent of basically a couple thousand dollars for the lessons with someone as experienced as him, which sounds better than an iPod Mm -hmm. when you put a number on it like Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Which is what Christmas is all about. Yeah. You know. Hey, man, I love you this many dollars. Or like, I taught you to paintball this many dollars worth. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Let's burn through the rest of the cast. Okay. We have Kelly. Doesn't really say much. Doesn't say much with her mouth but also with her mouth <gasps> lips puckered 
kisses. Dun, 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 dun. Dwigged, I have here. And Angela sees it. And this kind of culminates the arc that's been going since season one of Dwight and and Kelly having romantic-ish moments near each other. Yeah, it's (laughs) really weird. I wouldn't say they're chemistry or flirting or anything, but, but this is the end of it, right? Yeah, and it also is like kind of the arc of Dwight and Angela. It's kind of getting closer to that point where we find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, we already found out. We saw their feet knocking Oh, boots. that's right. The Birkenstocks. How could I forget? But no one else knows. Yeah. Right. Knocking Burks. Knocking Burks. Um, and then Jim, pretty excited to give the gift. Oh, yeah. And the note, which he decides later to not do. What do you think about Jim in this episode with his... He's like excited to make this thing as you mentioned and then when it's not working he's disappointed doesn't throw a little whiny fit like michael which (laughs) he couldn't because he knew that then they would see the note i think uh Mm -hmm. he doesn't yeah explicitly say that he hopes dwight doesn't get the note but i think that would be at the top of his list because if he gets the other stuff he's just gonna be like what a bunch of useless crab yeah but if he reads that note the jig would be up because christmas is about Christmas Saying is a time how you feel. Yeah, to let Dwight know how you feel about someone. <laughs> um, also, I don't think Christmas is the time to let people know how you feel. Unless it's about how much you liked the present. Yeah, I think there's too many feelings going on anyway. So, And don't make it too close to Valentine's Day. Do it around like January 20-something. Because then you've had a good time to kind of settle down from the holidays. You're mm-hmm. ready, you know, to... but. She's enjoying her teapot. Yeah, exactly. And she's still uh, really impressed that you remembered all this stuff about her. Yeah. Because Roy is also in this episode. And he's classic Roy, like, trying to weasel out of giving her a good gift, which she clearly wanted. And instead of going to get her a sweater or something. Mm-hmm. Of which it seems she only has sweaters. Yeah. I don't think she has anything else at her apartment with Roy. Yeah. Because <laughs> he didn't want to let her have any... um art supplies oh my god or books or it's horrible existence with roy or even her own jet ski although he's kind of cute roy's kind of cute yeah so that's what i've heard i mean she she lets it she lets it go this time not for much longer but yeah well what i like is that jim is able to still enjoy the fact that she's getting that gift even when she brings up roy during why she traded it yeah which you can tell was like not as sweet for him as if she just said, who needs $400 MP3 player? Let me see what these tiny things are that are in this that I think you said something about in the circle. Kind of mm-hmm. whispered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad to trade this whole in for, for that. She doesn't know there's like a note in there. And also, she still doesn't know there's a note in there because he stole it. I know. Yeah. I mean, it's for the best right now. Yeah. I think, yeah. It would have been better with the present. Because it would have kind of explained things that were in there, like two-year-old hot sauce and stuff. But it's not the right time. Wait, you think the note said that stuff? No. Well, maybe. Uh, no. I think that's like an itemized. <laughs> no. Let but... me explain a little bit about everything that's in here. Also, I love you. Hot sauce, <laughs> colon. Um, one time you were eating a hot dog and I just grabbed this from you. Yeah. No, I, but I mean like. You didn't finish it. it and here's the mummified remains of that hot dog. <laughs> No, it like would have kind of like just rounded out the gift a little bit more. Yeah. But it really ties the room together. Yeah. 
exactly. Like a nice rug. Yeah. What what else does it say that about? Oh, the the um the beer sign. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's right. The St. Paul girl or whatever. Yeah. Um Oscar gets called gourmand. What does that mean? I looked it up. It means the guy who enjoys food. <laughs> <laughs> Similarly I'm gonna start using that. I think he thought it was something Spanish. Yeah, probably. And then Dwight says gracias to him when he takes the uh, Oh my god. The teapot. Oh my god. Racist. Come on, Oscar, you little gourmand. <laughs> I also like that we get a little bit of Dwight's patriotism with his take that Saddam while he's playing. Oh, that was hilarious. As well as his sexism when he says the man's supposed to do that when Kelly kisses him. Oh yeah. Which you, I think Angela would agree with. What do you think about Meredith? Um Meredith does something that I really like in this episode. Shows her boobs to Michael. <laughs> I loved that. No. And I didn't actually catch this until recently. But Phyllis gives the mitt to Michael. And Michael is trying to use reverse psychology to get rid of it. And it's so obvious. And everyone looks uncomfortable. I never really got that. Meredith takes the mitt for Phyllis. Not like, I don't know what I was thinking before. But like, obviously, that reverse psychology wasn't good. But I kind of thought she was just, like, exasperated and wanted to, like, like she didn't really care what she was getting out of these yeah. gifts. So, like, she'll just do what Michael says. But this time, I thought it was, like, a lot more clear that she was doing it for Phyllis. Because if she wanted it, then, like, Phyllis would be like, oh, someone likes the, the oven mitt. Someone wants it. It's completely undercut by Michael going, sucker. And, like, basically jumping all around, like, dumb and dumber. Um... So yeah, I really that was it. really Meredith, nice. It was selfless. Yeah, and I mean, she can use it to make her Hot Pockets. Or she can wear it when she smokes one of her cigars. Yeah, exactly. That was really sweet. Because Meredith could have got another gift. She just did yeah. it to make someone feel good. Which yeah. is like um, what Christmas is all about in bed. According to some. And well, if I cut out that other part now, the in bed joke isn't going to make any sense. Like, I'm gonna keep stop referencing things that I, I said know. that I'm like that I'm like I'm like oh if this doesn't work I'll just cut it out and then later on I make a joke about that. I know how you feel about fedoras. <laughs> <laughs> Makes no sense. <laughs> I don't remember. I, don't, I think I might have cut that out, but I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. Um, she's not drinking on the weekdays anymore. This is kind of her last hurrah. She's doing better than I am. <laughs> <laughs> and and what was that thing she did at the end of the episode? Oh, where she flashed Michael? Yeah. That was weird. That was weird. Later on, she'll say she doesn't even remember that. Yeah. I mean, I think I was just more weirded out by Michael's response of just like snapping a pic. Yeah. With a flash on. Like, how's that going to be flattering? It's not. But Michael's been taking a picture of everything. Like even empty rooms. He'll walk in and be yeah. like, anyone making out in here? Snap. <laughs> yeah. Taking, and he was taking a picture like right after the shot. Like, yeah. so he's been taking... It's kind of set up. It's not just like... He, yeah, like, yeah, that's true. It's almost like he's using the photo. I think it's really nice that he's um not in this scene, but that he's taking the photos without really putting a lot of attention on it. He's not like organizing it because he's really just trying to make like a whole memory of this. Like it's his last Christmas or something. Yeah. So he wants to remember it all. And so that happened. He does need to remember it. I don't know what he did with those photos. And I hope I never learn. Yeah, but I would love to see those ones of like Phyllis... And Meredith and him taking a shot. Do you think they're real photos? Probably, right? Yeah, it's a digital probably. camera. Yeah. Will they it's make a prop on, camera that just does flashes but doesn't take any photos? I mean, it's probably on an SD uh, card somewhere. The NBC offices. Yeah. Mm, we're yeah. never going to get our hands on that. Probably not. Unless 
Nah. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> um, Kevin's just got his own little plot about being in love with a foot bath at the expense of losing a $400 iPod. That was kind of cute. I, I would do that his myself. De- his delivery is good. Oh, no. Oh, man. Yeah, maybe I should have taken the iPod. Oh, oh dear. shoot. It's like Eeyore. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> and Packer's back in this one, but who cares? I guess <laughs> he gets drunk really fast because they, they're already drunk and he says he needs a drink and then he's passed out. Maybe he's tired. He's been on the road a lot. I mean, I don't think that he can hold his alcohol. Does he do anything that bad in this one? He says, what up, my nerds? And then he has uh, um, the, what do you call that, Christmas plant? Oh, Besides yeah. Besides the Mistletoe. tree. Mistletoe. In his garage. That's yeah. pretty mild for Packer. He's not, like, yeah. personally assaulting or insulting anyone. Yeah. And, in fact, he gets, they all get to kind of, uh, it's kind of a coming together for everyone else to get to decorate his face. Yeah, that's true. And then we'll leave him in the office while they go to the bar. So he's yeah. just going to wake up in the dark. <laughs> It seems like something he might be used to. (laughs) Yeah, or into. Yeah. Who's your Dundee for this episode? I think I'm going to give it to Jim for the most thoughtful gift. Mm Mm-hmm. Even though it's borderline creeptastic, but that's not bad. I mean, you know, they have like a close friendship and Mm -hmm. there's a sweet moment, so. Yeah. Especially the popsicle stick one. Whatever that is. Yeah, exactly. You know that's thoughtful because he just, it's so many thoughts he can't even verbalize. Yeah. Them. What's your say, Dundee going to? Daryl gets to be Santa at the end. Yeah. Which is a big redeeming moment for Michael. Yeah. Which is why I'm giving the Dundee. To Daryl? Well, I wanted to make you think it was Michael, but actually I'm going to give it to Meredith. To Meredith? <laughs> no. For f- oh, okay. I was like, well, if, if I did give it to Meredith, it would be for the nice thing she did. Yeah. I'm going to disqualify her for the flashing. <laughs> <laughs> You've already like made me think you're going to give it to three people. <laughs> yeah. And there's only 20 in this office. Yeah. What? what? For 15 bottles. Of- <laughs> there's only like, I feel like there's only like nine people. I'm going to give this episode 13 out of 15 bottles of vodka. <laughs> um, and two sodas. But it's just Svedka. It's not Grey Goose. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> it's not Tito's. Nah. Oh, that's tough. I don't. I didn't think about who to give the actual Dundee to. Not Michael though, because he. Oh, no. Not Pam. She's kind of boring. Yeah, not Pam. Not Kelly. She doesn't say anything. I'm gonna give it to Toby. I guess because he gets that gift he for gets Angela. A good, that I mean, she that's actually, actually loves. Yeah, that's a niche gift that he nailed. And you know he nailed it because it's they're playing that crappy game already. Yeah. And Angela uses her turn to, to get, get it. it yeah. And then she's out because no one's going to take it from her. And she got yeah. it. So, like, how heartwarming it would be to, like, have the person that you bought the gift for steal it and keep it. Yeah. Because they wanted it so badly. That's true. So, it's going to Toby. This might be his only Dundee ever that he ever gets. Oh, I don't know. But probably, yes. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? The thing about White Elephant is you want to take the best gift that's showing. But or, you want it to be the last. You want to be the last person. But you want to take a good gift. You don't want to open a random one. Because yeah. if you open a random one and it sucks, you're done. Mm-hmm. No one's going to take it. Yeah. Which means the game is over. So regardless of whether or not you even really want any of those gifts... You got to take one that you think someone else wants because otherwise you don't get to do anything else. Yeah. And that's happened to me multiple times where I'm like, ah, 
I'll open a, I'll just take my chances and open it. And then it's like, oh, and then like, and then everyone just spends the rest of the time looking around like, and you could steal one from anyone. And they like kind of, their eyes go past you. And then you're like, well, I should just go get a drink, I guess, because this is over. Yeah. (laughs) And it's kind of a bummer. That's true. But I feel like I'm always like a high number. And so every, or, or I open a good gift and Mm -hmm. then I have to like continuously like choose. And, you know, you can only do it. One, you can only steal one per round, mm-hmm. or it one thing can only be stolen. Yeah. yeah, and so you just end up like at, at some point, you know, it's just like, geez, these people just seem like they're just vicious. Like, here you have this gift. <laughs> so, uh, the one I've played once it's been stolen three times, that person gets it. So it's not oh. the same gift getting stolen over and over again if it's if it's a good one. So yeah. the third time it's stolen, if you steal it the second time. You're in kind of a weird spot because you're like hoping it's good enough that you want it, I guess, and it's worth stealing, but bad enough that no one else will steal it. Because if they do, they will definitely get to keep it because you won't be able to get that one back. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of strategy involved. It's true. Um, It's actually one of my favorite sports. I've self-published a book on how to how to win. And what's it called? Um, It's called White Yankee Swap. How I how I manage. (laughs) It's, It's called. Uh, uh Lala. snatch it's mine <laughs> snatch it's mine <laughs> a guide to winning in white elephant Slash and life and, and life and yankee swap and nasty christmas aka and just around the house yeah around the house okay and let's rate this one okay i know you all are expecting one thing from me but today i'm gonna surprise you and say, I'm going to give this a little stitious. Mm. Say say so. <laughs> say why. <laughs> okay, I was like, what? So, that's what it is. My words are not working today. <laughs> <laughs> I think my dictionary broke. <laughs> a little stitious because it's not as good as Alfredo's Pizza Cafe. And it's just like, there's a lot of good quotes in it. But, in and I watch it maybe once a year on Christmas. Okay. And that's, you know, I would never be like, oh, let me watch a Christmas, the Christmas party. Yeah. You know, okay. so a little suspicious. What are you going to give it? Um, I'm definitely going to give it higher than that because I think I liked it a, a little bit more than you. Um, well, let's. But. Let's not quantify how much we liked it. Yeah. It's like a number that says, I love you this much. Yeah. To this episode. I know. And now I feel bad. Now I feel like I need to give it Alfredo's Pizza Cafe. I'm going to give it 400 bucks. <laughs> I'm gonna give it three three thousand k. Three thousand k. That's what he said. Uh, that's G's, what he said. Three g. Three. Oh, three thousand g's. Is three thousand g's. Yeah. Oh, okay. Same thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna give it beach day. I think pretzel day. Def- no, not pretzel day. I think I'm gonna go for beach day. I actually like this one. This is just really funny. Yeah, it um, is actually. There's some funny moments. I like that they're not working too much in this episode. It's got like a really heartwarming Jim and Pam thing, but also not like an obnoxious amount of time on it. Uh, it's just kind of a... It's a subplot. There's a lot of subplots. It's like yeah. a ton of like little yarns coming together to make a big oven mitt. Yeah. You know, it's like there's... Or, or maybe a sweater or something. Yeah, something. But yeah, it's 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 good. It is good, and you know, I think I really liked how much we got to he- learn about the different characters. Mm-hmm. Like we learned that Creed's Irish, or maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but you know like getting to see people's thought process is you know this is like the creed one i don't really think that we knew him well enough to know before that he would give a such a crappy gift you know Mm -hmm. or that oscar would earnestly give such a disappointing you know what i mean like like it's just like their thought process or like um their attitudes when they find out that michael got that huge bonus there's just a lot of little little moments their reactions and stuff like that that i feel like you learn but but mostly it's just because it's funny yeah and i love that cold open with the christmas tree yeah that's not as good as the goose one that comes later but it's good so you know we did a couple questions in this mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. did i say this already i think that questions should be a thing we can throw in at any time okay and we'll just say question question and, and that way it can be related to the scene that we're talking okay. about right then or like you know we don't go through it scene by scene obviously on this podcast but like if we're talking about some character and then there's a question related to that we can ask the question then okay that sounds good question is that yeah. a good idea uh answer yes thank you okay well um go on our facebook <laughs> and your instagram sorry oh and we have a twitter but there's nothing on it, and I forgot what it's called. So we're going to leave that one off for now. But we do have a Gmail account. Yeah. The we love getting emails. Podcast at gmail.com. We've been getting some very nice emails, and we'd love to hear more emails about um, why you like the show, if you do. Why Apparently, you- there's been some people trying to um, do their impression of Nathan and are pretty good at it. That's what I've heard. And we are going to do... The giveaway of season one. It's finally here. I'm going to put it on Facebook and Instagram the day this episode comes out. So if you're listening to it, it's out. And you only have a week to do what the post says, which will be to uh, to like and follow and to share. And if you share on Facebook and Instagram for each one of those, you get like another chance to win. Right, So if you do it on two, you get double the chance. And if we have Twitter up and running by then, that will be a third one to do it. But if you want to win that, it's going to be the Season 1 DVD signed by us. And the DVD case will be full of little inside jokes that we know about you. Hot sauce packets. Yeah, like things that you probably, we won't even be able to explain to you. Just like, yeah, just inside jokes. And it's going to be more like like notes that tell us how we we feel. Mm-hmm. more so than just random bits of garbage you don't understand yeah <laughs> because exactly. i don't think we're actually gonna do that to you garbage yeah the cat yes not no, no not pieces actually. of garbage yeah the cat. um Ugh. yeah so go ahead and do that thank you so much for listening for subscribing for leaving reviews those that they have but that's nice ratings um we especially like the written reviews anything yes. else um no Oh, and I think we might have a very special guest coming up in the next couple weeks. So you'll want to check that out. We're going to tease that here. And hopefully I don't have to take it out because he's not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. No exceptions, except Michael. (laughs) Like Boo's ever killed anyone. (laughs) I love that one. (laughs) Oh, man. Hashtag Flat Earth Movement. Hasht- Check it out. Hashtag Pew Pew Space Force. <laughs> <laughs>